Hello and welcome to a Taylor's Tales podcast. This is Chris's Corner. I'm your host, Chris Taylor, and I'm back this week with a brand new episode, a brand new podcast. And I'm doing something very different this week, something I've not tried before. I'm going to be going into clips that I've gathered together. I'm going to be looking alongside them. So for those who are listening right now, these clips uh, I'm going to try and describe as best I can. But I'm I've basically done... Uh, my normal Saturday morning workout uh, of chest, back, biceps and abs and I thought why not share it and why not discuss sort of the what I'm looking at, how I can improve, what you guys can take from this, Uh, just a general interest because I find working out fascinating for those who are not into fitness, who are not into bettering themselves, please Leave now. Arrivederci. <laughs> right, now they're gone. Welcome get back, guys, to those who are wanting to better themselves and looking to improve. I'm constantly... I, I saw some of my form in some of these clips already, and I'm like, oh, God, I need to improve this. I need to improve that. And I'll uh, talk about that as we're going along. Uh, so let's just get jump right into it. Like I said, for those audio listeners, um, you can either switch over to YouTube, Taylor's Tales, um from spotify over to youtube or you can listen to me try and describe some of these clips as best as i can and and get into some of the gritty details of this workout um basically the structure of my workout i've I've talked i've vaguely talked about it before but my workout on a saturday uh tackles one half of my body the other workout which i you know if if this video does okay and people enjoy it then i'll do the other workout which is um basically calves quads um shoulders uh, triceps and and then abs again i do abs four times a week across the the four sort of weights based workouts that i do and then the other three days are based around cardio exercises and stretching don't ever forget stretching stretching is really important so First off, let's go through the structure. Just an overview of, of of the workout that I would do on a Saturday morning. I love Saturday mornings because the day before, uh, I have consumed large amounts of sugar. <laughs> My one day of the week where I consume sweets. Uh, and it, if I'm totally honest with you, it's a little bit of a secret to uh, getting a pump the next day for me. So if you're looking for that little bit of an edge where you want to look a little bit more vascular or a little bit more pumped up the next day when you're uh, working out or you want to feel that that edge, I would recommend, I mean, for me personally, I have like um, a white chocolate in the with... Um, uh, well, I know this is quite a, a debatable sweet, but I love licorice all sorts. You either love them or hate them. I love them. I consume an entire bag of those and then some some white chocolate. Uh, and obviously, I've already got my protein in already throughout the day, and it's just I eat that. I've already and, and I'm already in a calorie deficit because I make sure I get like, for instance, I do a 50 minute run, which just burns the calories that, that I'm doing. Anyway, I'm I'm, I'm on to a, a, another rant. The structure of the workout I do on a Saturday morning is started off, I do push-ups, I do sit-ups, I do reverse crunches, I do a plank, and then followed by bicep curls, mountain dog uh, <laughs> pullovers, uh, followed by chest flies, and some 
resistant band rows followed by floor press and then normal bent over rows with dumbbells and then followed by hammer curls and resistant bands curls and that's one I call class that as like one set of exercises and I do this three times I do 20 reps for each of those exercises do that twice so 40 reps for, for each of those body part exercises uh, and then 10 reps on the last set and how it's broken up is for instance if I'm doing um, push-ups it's using both arms so I do 20 but if I for instance if I'm doing bicep curls I'm doing 20 on each arm so depends on how you add things up personally I just like if I'm doing singular sort of so that I can keep that equal sort of look across my body uh, and not get any sort of impairments I normally go for just equaling the amount of weight and an amount of reps that I do so let's get straight into it and I'll, I'll dive into that a little bit as, as, as I go on so we're starting with and I'm gonna play play the clip clips now what you're seeing on the screen I'm looking at at the same time we're doing like the first set uh, push-ups you can see for me personally I'm, I'm adjusting in the push-up so that I can be seen on camera at the time I'm not too sure where it is and I've never done this before filming wise for a workout so it's it's kind of awkward when you are trying to get a workout in and you're filming but you can see that my form in the first set it's pretty good it's not not bad I've got my you know 90 degree angle with my arms and I'm trying my best to keep them as without flaring as much as I as, as possible and within I'm by the way as I'm doing this I'm doing this showing progression so of each exercise you'll see first set second set third set so this second set now you're seeing me basically I'm looking a little bit tired a little bit I've done the first set and I've still got some good form but by the second half of the push-ups I'm looking a little bit you know not not all there not all there and the form sorts sort of deteriorates where you can see my lower back cave in a little bit and you can start to see that I'm you know the the the, the sort of like I'm looking a little bit tired and then by the third round the good thing about only 10 reps is that you can really focus in on your form so you can see with me now I'm like up down uh, down <laughs> up <laughs> down up and it's it's like I'm super focused in and I'm super like switched into to the motion of going up and down and with a push-up you know that's that's really important to have that motion because you're getting the maximum amount out of your chest now a lot of people you know they criticize the push-up but I think the push-up is a core exercise to not actually core but you know a core exercise to the chest um, and for, for me personally I love them I personally have felt that my chest size has increased a lot since working out from home so as this title of this video is called no gym no problem I've actually made a lot of gains over the past year and a half which is surprising seeing as I haven't had access to a gym for that period of time but the point of this video is showing you the exercises that I'm doing to increase my physique and then also maintain my physique at the same time so moving on to 
sit-ups I, I did you know I've, I've briefly gone over the the push-up but it's pretty basic there is that when I get tired basically my lower back caves in so try not to do that try and push down and and have what I, you know the form I've got in, in that final set and not tiring out in the uh, in the second set so moving on to sit-ups what you may notice with me when I'm doing a sit-up right is that I have my fingers always against my forehead um, when I had a friend round recently, George Taylor, I, I told him to do this because it's it's making you make sure that you are maximizing the use of the core rather than just flipping in, flipping out, and using your lower back. Um, it's it's really important to be able to get that done. And as you can see, it actually makes it a lot harder. So you can see on my face that sort of concentration to be able to try and connect. With, with my core to be able to really emphasize that push to get to my knees. And yeah, again, if I move on to set two here, it's kind of, you know, a, li a little bit, you know, tires us, say set two, set three. <laughs> At set three, you're like, oh, I just want to get it done. Just want to get it done. Um, for some of these exercises, I haven't, I've realized like I haven't got all of the clips synchronously done uh, but nonetheless it's important to, to talk it through so sit-ups like I say a lot of people criticize the sit-up again like I don't know what it is about the fitness industry but I think it's uh, sort of cool to just take an exercise and if it's a little bit boring if it's been talked about like the sit-up like the press-up then they're just like ah we'll just put them aside we'll, we'll do a, a a more complex exercise the amount of different core sorry ab based movements i've seen on the internet that could just basically be replaced by a sit up is actually insane it's mental like side raises and all of these things and like the amount of, you could just replace it with these three exercises that i'm talking through now so sit up reverse sit up and plank three really simple exercises if you master them it's basically your core's done um, and you may see from my physique my abs are well defined it's not like i'm you know <laughs> still flabby you know sort of thing i'm just it's 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 kind of like why don't people just stay with the simple stuff you know and go from there master the simple stuff anyway moving on from sit-ups you, you can see there fingers against the forehead, really trying not to use the, the lower back too, too, too much, otherwise you are going to cause yourselves problems down the line. Then we got the old reverse sit-up, one of my favourites. Uh, I remember Mike Chang uh, uh, gave me this exercise, uh, the original six-pack shortcuts back in the day. I think I was um, around 14 when I discovered the reverse sit-up. Uh, it's one of those great lower belly Sort of like a lot of people say burn belly fat with this exercise. No, it's just it's just targeting that area, it's, and it's uh, it's pretty simple. I just have my hands behind my head, make sure that I'm bringing my knees to my chest and having my feet touch the floor without really having that bounce back. You don't want that bounce back. You don't want to get any momentum. You're just trying to use your your core to be able to pull your legs to your chest, and. Uh, Actually, with this exercise, it's quite an easy, easy one. It's uh, a bit of an in-between exercise. So as you can see with, with each sort of uh, set here, I'm not tiring out too too much on, on this exercise, mainly because it's one of the easier ones. 
Now, on to my favourite, the plank. <laughs> Not everyone's a big fan of the plank. The amount of memes I see on the internet talking about how one minute of a plank feels like a lifetime. Hmm, how about two minutes? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I do understand. It's a uh, it's a tough exercise, and it's one of those ones that truly puts you to the test. I love it for that reason, uh, and you'll see in these these clips now. For set one, I look pretty solid. You know, I'm looking like throughout the entire. Uh, I'm pretty sure for this one, I did a minute and forty seconds. Um, I didn't have a timer on me at the time. I probably should have, but the cam both cameras were recording, so I was using my phone uh, and my camera, and then my watch wasn't allowing me to uh, use the timer on it for some reason at that period of time, so I overdid it a little bit. Which is probably why, if you see in set two here, that uh, I uh, look a little bit, by the end of it, a little bit shaky. Sometimes when I'm real tired, the plank can be devastating and uh, it can really feel a little bit tough on that lower back your your abs go and you're starting to like feel the wobble you know the little shake it's all right it's fine you know we, we all get it and we all uh, have to go through it but the important thing here is having the ability to just get get it done i think a lot of people emphasize on continuous progression it's not always the case some days you just want to get in you do your plank you do in my case we do three planks we get them done crank them out done we're not going to be like next week and we'll do like four planks five planks six planks some days you just want to get the amount you get in and then maybe inch your way in to be able to do more like i said in the first set i was able to do 140 second set i was struggling with the minute and then in the third set I was doing the I did a minute 10 you know it's it's it varies sometimes you're just like I can go further uh, and you you find recoveries a thing and uh, yeah it's it's really good I love the plank and like I say you can see with me personally when I'm pushing myself throughout these sets by the time we get to the third set I'm just trying to get through it and I'm really just pushing myself to just get there so Moving on to the bicep curl. We all know the bicep curl. It's one of those uh, original exercises that we all learn as a kid. You know, it's that, that muscle, the arm movement. And for me personally, as you'll see in these three sets, my mistake is that sometimes I swing. And I don't mean to. I really don't. I, uh, when I tire out, you start to lose form. And so you can see in the first set, I'm really trying hard to... Uh, have my arm sometimes to help me from swinging I uh, have my other hand or other yeah uh, on my chest to make sure that I'm just really trying to isolate the movement uh, and not swing what I do find is if I'm going heavy uh, I will allow myself to just fling the weight down sometimes and that's not good you don't want to do that you want to minimalize the amount of uh, weight you're just laying flop down and so I think I think I'm okay uh, yeah I had to use lighter weight so what you'll see for me personally what I do advise to people if they are starting to swing they go down a little bit in weight and really focus in on getting those reps out don't give up what I have given advice before is try and break it down a little bit for me personally if one arm gets tired I'll switch over to the other and if both arms are tired then I'll 
sort of minim it sort of <laughs> reduce the amount of reps so i'll do five on one arm and then i'll switch over and do five on the other because if i've got 20 reps to do i minimum sort of like reduce those reps into five chunks so that's easier for me to do and you'll see on the screen here you know i'm i've got the barbell as well where i've uh, the barbell i'm pretty sure that barbell is something like you know I think it's like 15 kg really light it's really really light stuff but it's really good to just get those last few reps in because the dumbbell themselves the adjustable one i set for 15 kg for you know a single arm uh, which for me personally can get a little bit tiresome after a while i have to get the old barbell out to really just get that last bit in for the uh, curl and try and maintain that form and what you might see, I don't know if you can see uh, when I'm doing it in my third set, you can see that it's actually activating my chest a little bit. Sometimes that can happen. Um, when I'm doing singular curls, that can activate some of the outer edge of the chest. And uh, that, that also, I mean, it, it's good to know that it works more. You know, you're doing a bicep curl. Sometimes you can accidentally activate a different area of your uh, body without really meaning to. Uh, so, yeah, there's that. And we all know the bicep curl is pretty simple. I've gone through some, again, I'd like to really emphasize here that I am doing simplistic exercises. They've worked for me and they, I'm pretty sure they'll work for you too. If you're looking to just get a workout in, you know, I'm not, I'm not giving you crazy exercises here. Now, here's one that not everyone's heard of, right? We all know what a pullover is. We all know what a dumbbell pullover is. It's basically where you're sat on a bench and you have a dumbbell and you pull it over your head back and forth uh, in order to engage the lats or of the back. And when you don't have a pull-up bar in your house, or in my case, you don't, you know, want to destroy your parents property with a pull-up bar by uh, placing it in a doorway by which you know those plastic ones that you see that are used in door frames do damage the outer bits of, of the door you want to try and avoid that for me personally and then you don't have one outside or a standalone one then you have to revert to using something that's going to really activate the lats well the good thing is is that mountain dog or also known as john meadows r.i.p um, actually came up with an exercise. Uh, I remember discovering John Meadows a long time ago, but this exercise that he shows where he's, it's just using dumbbells to ac access the, uh, the lats. And you just do the, uh, what I call the mountain dog pullover, as, I, as you see on screen at the moment, where I'm singularly using a dumbbell and then supporting my wrist as I'm going down and pulling it back over. I'm trying to reduce the amount of use of triceps by not bending my arms. I'm trying to keep it straight, but if it's a little bit heavy, uh, I think this is 17 kg in this case. So it's not too heavy, it's quite light, uh, but it's good enough for, for me to, you know, engage the lats and try and avoid using the triceps. So by avoiding using the triceps in this case, uh, we're actually activating two two areas of the body part. We are trying to activate the lats, as I've said, engage the lats. But uh, you can, when you're tired, accidentally activate the triceps, which you know we're trying to avoid. But at the same time, triceps want to get bigger always, and you're you're not you're trying to use your triceps mainly in the uh, floor press, which we do later on. 
this exercise is basically your you know, singular arm, taking a dumbbell, putting it behind your head, you're laying down on the floor and you're pulling it up and down, uh, down to the floor without really trying to touch it by engaging the lats and then pulling it back just above your head. And you're going back and forth, back and forth, and you do that uh, 20 times on each arm for the first set, 20 times on each arm on the second set, and then 10 times on each arm in the third set. And it's, uh, you know, it's one of those exercises that's worked for me. My lats are getting bigger each day. <laughs> uh, but it is one of those exercises that I do think can't really, you can't replace the pull-up. The pull-up is the one exercise that I do think that I do miss the most. It's one that is uh, probably where I'm lacking a little bit. And one that I hope to re-implement within my workout regime at some point. However, moving on, the chest fly, one of my absolute favourites, it is legendary. The chest fly has been used since Arnie's days, he utilised it using dumbbells, in this case I'm using resistance bands because I feel like I get a really good squeeze. I don't use dumbbells at the gym either, what I use is cable flies normally. And I was able to replicate the sort of same feeling, as you'll see here. I'm really trying to squeeze. I'm not going fast. I'm trying to not use um, any strength within my arms. I'm trying to just pull the chest together and activate the chest. Um, and I'm not trying to activate anything within my biceps either. That's why I've got my palms open. Because if you're gripping, you're actually using some forearm strength as well. And you can see I might might need some of that when I'm really trying to push myself. I'm really trying to grip in. But otherwise, I'm trying to not use forearm strength. And I am trying to do it with an open grip in order to activate the chest. And you'll see in my third set that I'm really, you know, you can see the inner chest is really popping out and that I'm really trying to you know, get that inner chest going. There's not really a, an exercise for the inner chest. Um, when you're using the chest fly, you are truly just activating the, the chin, <laughs> the sort of like whole chest rather than any specific area. Uh, you're not going upper or lower, you're just activating the chest. Uh, and it's, it's super good. Uh, exercise, you're not damaging anything. With the dumbbell you can go a little bit, uh, you can, you know, damage a different part of your uh, inner shoulder sometimes. I've seen, uh, you know, videos online of people hurting themselves using dumbbell flies. Uh, I think it was um, Jeff Cavalier who, who doesn't do them, he does them on the floor because otherwise he's going to hurt himself. But it's a great exercise, I really get a good pump out of it and you can see in uh, my shoulders and in my arms, when I am doing a chest fly, it's really showing the, the vascularity and it's one of those very, um, what's the word, sort of in really feel good exercises, I should say, pump exercises, but it's also excellent for your chest, so there's that. Yes, so moving on, we've got one of my favourites. Uh, this one actually, you know, at the gym, can do using cable, dumbbells, or a lot of things. I'm actually doing two of the, the same exercise almost here, where I'm doing uh, a dumbbell row and then I'm doing a resistance band row. But with the resistance bands, I'm trying to isolate both sides of my back. Uh, you'll see where I'm doing singular 
uh, rows with both arms. So I will do 10 on each side and then I will do both arms together at the same time. Uh, and this is trying to just maximize the amount of, uh, you know, just sort of area in my back that I'm targeting and not having any, you know, non-equal uh, areas on my back. So again, for, for, for the resistance band row, it can go a little bit light. So you're going to have to really concentrate on that contraction of the scapula and really try to squeeze that scapula, the shoulder blades together so you can feel the contraction, you can feel the squeeze. By feeling the squeeze, you're really getting the most out of the exercise. And uh, I'm, I'm not going to pretend like I know what I'm talking about, this is just what I've found works best for me when I'm doing a, a resistance band row or any of these exercises for that matter. Uh, but when I am doing it, I do feel the, the best uh, when I am really squeezing that upper back. So yeah, uh, have I got yeah anything else for the... So for those two exercises, again, you, you're not going to see me get too tired with uh, the, the row because in, in this case I'm trying to save some energy for the floor press and the dumbbell row, which are the two main exercises that are the heaviest out of all of these. So we'll move on to the floor press now. The floor press is just a standard uh, chest press exercise uh, that doesn't really, it's not, doesn't have as much movement when you're really pressing. You don't have that full range of motion when you're pressing. And uh, that's a bit annoying when you don't have a bench and you are, but the best you can do is just floor press. And floor press does give you a little bit more ability to go heavier with the weight. Um, I'm only using a 25 kg rock weight here um, for me personally, and it's it's really helping me emphasize on the importance of the motion. You'll see with me in my first and second set, and uh, there's an importance on, on range of motion. You'll see me get tired, and I'll have to put the weight down and pause for a minute, but that's good, you know? That's really getting me to to not injure myself or not go too heavy in the weight and progress slowly rather than progress too quickly and hurt myself. Floor press is fantastic for many reasons, but I think the main thing for me personally is security um, and I do feel the activation in the chest where it's moving the side of the chest that I'm hitting and it's moving inwards and you can feel that squeeze of the chest going in. Which Sometimes, a lot of people think when they are doing the floor press, they're not going to get that full activation because of the lack of range of motion. And uh, in, in this case, I think you, uh, you know, it depends on how you do it, but as you can see for me personally, I'm just really trying to, to emphasise that sort of inner movement of the dumbbell, uh, where I'm moving it without, you know, having too much of a right angle <laughs> it's sort of, of the dumbbell going outwards and inwards. I'm trying to turn it almost inwards sometimes, and uh, that gets a little bit more of a, a range of a little bit more of a, a definition de definition within the chest. And I think yeah, I think some of my form starts to deteriorate in the second set uh, because I'm tired and I haven't gone down in the weight. And by my third set, I'm just trying to, to get it out. And you may see my legs move a little bit, so I am, 
you know, using different parts of my body, so it's not, you know, that it's not all there. But it, it, it again, it's a floor press. <laughs> it is what it is. So, moving on to the dumbbell row. Now, this is probably my favourite exercise for the back. It's one of those ones where you can go. I used to go super heavy. I used to love getting a, a, a real heavy dumbbell and doing the dumbbell row. The only problem with that is is that you can lose form and you'll see the swing, you know, the old swing pulling it back and just going oh, oh. and you don't want to do that. You want to feel the, the contraction. Like I said, you're pulling the scapula and you're you're really pulling the shoulder blades together, really getting that squeeze. And again, you'll hear me say that a lot when it comes down to the back. You want to get that squeeze. You want to be able to feel the, the definition coming in and really getting that contraction. And you'll see with me, I try and emphasize that uh, when I am doing it. And it, it does take a lot out of me. It's, uh, it's a tiresome exercise and you do have to pause and you do have to take a breath and, and go again. And sometimes, like I say, you'll see in this, I break it down into five. Sometimes I switch over to the other arm and I will just pull it back in and uh, really try and emphasize those and get those reps out. And I'm just having a look, have I got any, yeah, I do have a little bit of bad form in that final set, where I am pulling that shoulder back a little bit, um, which I would advise you avoid doing in order to maintain a good form and not hurt yourself, because the last thing I want to do is injure my shoulder. Um, is there anything else within the, what's a good piece of advice you can give? Yeah, I do use my uh, knee for support there. Um, I could do just a, a normal bent over row where I'm bent literally with my face facing the floor and then pulling it back with uh, one arm. But I do feel that with the, the support of, of the knee, I get a little bit more um, ability to increase the range of motion and then also go a little bit heavier in the weight without, you know, feeling like I'm about to fall over and my face goes into the floor. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, that's that's all I got for the the back. I mean, like I say, the floor press and the dumbbell row are the two most important ones. There, they're both twenty five kg each. Um, while for the next three three or four months, I'm going to emphasise on increasing the weight for those, getting them up to around thirty two kg each, um, and go from there. And try and by the time I actually get back into the gym in early of next year. Um, I will feel a little bit stronger and not feel like I'm about to uh, pass out if I start picking up weights. <laughs> so now you may see that there's actually three bicep movements just for bicep. It's because it's one of my lacking elements when I when I started working out from home, uh, and even before that, back in like the early days of me working out. And, and doing like bicep curls in 2018. My biceps have always been something that's lacking. I've been very lucky with my tricep. My, my tricep has grown much faster than my biceps. Uh, and I think it may be because of the amount of bicep curl, like sort of like bicep movements, and also the type of movements that I've been doing up until now. But this year has been a serious bicep growth for me. These exercises have truly helped me. Uh, and as you can see on the screen right now, I've got hammer curl. Um, hammer curls, again, 
you'll see, as I've said, form is really important, but as you get uh, more tired with this exercise, and you'll see from multiple angles here, that I start to swing. Again, it's one of those things that you try to avoid, but you know you have to do sometimes uh, in order to get the reps out. I don't, you know, if you're in your first set, you shouldn't be. If you're swinging in your first set, you need to decrease the weight, uh, and in order to be able to maintain good form. Victory sip. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I think. It's truly important, and, and you may see me swing inwards, it's just so that I get hit a different part of the bicep there. So I, if I'm using the hammer curl to go outer, outer part of the bicep, inner part of the bicep, I'm moving it in, I'm moving it out, and you'll see that I've actually decreased the weight. So I went from 15kg down to 12.5kg in order to get a, a sort of like better form and then also increase the amount of reps I could get out of it. Um, and I'm trying not to, if you see from the uh, in the final set and from a different angle, I'm trying not to move all of my body. I am trying to isolate to the arms. I'm trying to maintain that sort of form. Uh, and you know what, to this day it's become really annoying for me personally because the heavier you go, the harder that becomes. But it's still really important to, to maintain that ability to not swing that weight and to focus in on the bicep because that's probably why my biceps weren't increasing because I was just like going heavier going with ego and just trying to do the the bicep curls the skull you know skull crutches all, all of the different arm movements and and trying to big up that ego and, and think I can go heavier and all of those things and probably in, injure myself this is probably why the resistance band curls we're going into now that I didn't think about. I really didn't think that these would be a big winner for me. But even though they're really light, it's actually such a good movement and such a good exercise. I would recommend re resistance bands uh, curls to anyone because I really feel that after you've done the hammer curl, you still want to focus in on, on really sort of like tearing up those arms. And to do that, just getting that lighter weight of the resistance bands and focusing on the range of motion and doing it on both arms and getting the reps out it really helps it, re it makes you realize what part you know where you're hitting and what it's meant to feel like and how much like control you have over that weight so yeah and you also for, you'll see with uh, when I'm doing resistance band curls, I will do them at the same time, I'll do them single arm, and I will do them in different directions to, again, really try and hit different parts of that bicep and really try to increase the size and push that water into that muscle and, uh, you know, get the pump sometimes, you know, sometimes you want to hit that. And, uh, yeah, so those, I know I've gone through those quite quickly, but those are all of the exercises that I do. Um, yeah, here's here's some final clips of, uh, of the flex of the of the pump afterwards, uh, where I've hit those final poses and what I feel like uh, when you've got the the rush of the the workout in. But as you can see, for me personally, I'm in I'm feeling really good. I'm feeling like I'm in good shape at the moment, and all round feeling like 
these sort of workouts are pushing me, they make me sweat, they make me feel tired afterwards and they make me feel like the food I eat is going to fuel me. I'm getting after it and I hope that what I've gone through here in, in the past you know, 30 minutes or so, I've gone through it quite quickly. Um, I don't know loads about these exercises, like I've done them, I've found that they work, I have a basic understanding of how these exercises have improved my physique and how they have helped me uh, stay in shape and I know that stretching helps me stop, stop getting injured and, uh, and I don't go too heavy so that I don't get injured again um, but there's, there's a, a, a certain amount of knowledge there that's you know there's a little bit of ignorance but there's also a lot of learning and I love doing that and I love doing it on my own uh, I love um, just figuring things out you know without hurting myself I think that's the main thing and uh, you know, you, this this is my workout that I do twice a week. I do it on a Tuesday and a Saturday, uh, and then you know, if you enjoy this, then uh, maybe we'll do part two and we'll do the the other uh, side of the workout where I'm doing uh, legs, shoulders, triceps, and abs, and uh, you know, hit hit that different part of the the body. And uh, as you may see, I'm hitting it twice a week, every week, and uh, getting that cardio and stretching in as well. Maybe that'll be part three. Who knows? But I hope you've enjoyed this week's uh, episode of a uh, Taylor's Tales podcast. Um, yeah, so this has been a Taylor's Tales podcast. This has been Chris's Corner. I'm your host, Chris Taylor. And as always, I'll see you this time next week. <laughs>